Social Security trust funds now projected to run out of money sooner than expected due to COVID, Treasury says. So the Social Security trust fund most Americans rely on for their retirement will run out of money in 12 years, one year sooner than expected according to an annual government report. So let's get right into this story because it could actually become a very big deal. So the outlook aggravated by the COVID pandemic also threatens to shrink retirement payments and increase health care costs for older Americans. The Treasury Department oversees two Social Security funds, the Old Age and Survivors Insurance and the Disability Insurance Trust Funds. Those programs are designed to provide a source of income, respectively to former workers who have retired at the end of their careers or to those who cannot work due to a disability. Officials said that the Old Age and Survivors Trust Fund is now able to pay scheduled benefits until 2033, one year earlier than reported last year. The Disability Insurance Fund is estimated to be adequately funded through 2057, eight years earlier than in the report published in 2020. So though the two funds are separate under law, the Treasury Department said the hypothetical combined funds would be able to pay scheduled benefits on a timely basis until 2034. So senior administration officials said in a press briefing Tuesday afternoon that a spike in deaths among retirement-age Americans in 2020 helped keep the program's costs lower than projected. They added that the ultimate long-term impact of the coronavirus is less clear as costs and revenues return to their extended forecasts. So the Treasury Department said it estimates the level of worker productivity and thus GDP is assumed to be permanently lowered by 1% even as they're projected to resume their pre-pandemic trajectories. Nevertheless, the financial outlook for Social Security and Medicare, two of the nation's preeminent safety net programs, has deteriorated over the past year as COVID hastened, hastened retirements and caused a contraction in the size of the U.S. labor force. Now, there is no change from last year's projection that the Medicare's hospital insurance fund would be depleted in 2026, and at that point, doctors, hospitals, and nursing homes would not receive their full compensation for Medicare, and patients would likely bear the responsibility for any cuts to coverage. The finances of both programs have been significantly affected by the pandemic in the recession of 2020, the Treasury Department said in materials released Tuesday. The combined effects of a dive in employment, interest rates, earnings, and GDP as well as higher mortality for the next few years, all significantly impact the outlook of the programs. So in their entirety, the funds act as pillars upholding the retirement plans of tens of millions of Americans, current and future Americans, have for decades come to assume that the programs they spent years contributing to in payroll taxes would in turn provide for them. So the programs have become so popular that they are often dubbed the third rail of U.S. politics simply too dangerous to touch. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen struck that tone in a statement released Tuesday. Having strong Social Security and Medicare programs is essential in order to ensure a secure retirement for all Americans, especially for our most vulnerable populations, she said. 
the Biden-Harris administration is committed to safeguarding these programs and ensuring they continue to deliver economic security and health care to older Americans. The thing is, right, like this statement, if you end up uh, checking this out and all that kind of stuff, right, is honestly complete bullshit, right? Because the thing that you got to understand, when they make claims like this or comments like this, you know it's bullshit, based off what they've been doing for the past few months, which is continuously printing money, right? You are completely screwing over the retirement of people who cannot retire based off their own income because of the amount of money that you are printing, right? Like, it's just so ass-backwards and, like, just the whole financial system is, like, like, wouldn't you, like, take a step back and look at the financial system and how they think that you could just print money out of nothing, right? And think that they could keep doing that forever and ever and ever with, like, no, you know, complications is insane, right? Like, you can't keep doing that. And you can see this in, like, cryptocurrency where people just keep printing, like, new coins. Well, guess what happens to the coins? It just keeps going lower and lower and lower in value to the point where it becomes pretty much useless right so it's just something to really think about and this is the thing like anytime the government is talking about finances anytime the government is talking about money kind of like have it go through one ear and out the other because you know that like 99 percent of the time it's going to be complete and utter bullshit right and like that's the sad part of basically every government and the thing is if you were to really really think about it right the united states government like the u.s dollar is really only strong because it's not because it is backed technically by a strong military force but with the rate that the military is going at right now and where we are basically betraying our allies and abandoning countries and all this other stuff like and printing money and just this nonstop cycle is probably going to get to the point where the US dollar is not actually going to be the worldwide currency right of trade right because what are we going to end up offering or what are we going to basically have to support the u.s dollar as the main currency right like i would not be surprised if another country ends up making their own currency as the world currency now that is like more of like a conspiracy kind of situation but at the same time it's not really that out there to think that way just with the track that the U.S. is going on, that, like, pretty much everything is, like, steadily starting to go downhill, right? Like, you can't continuously increase our debt, right? And this is the sad thing, right? Like, this country could make so much money drilling for oil in Alaska, drilling for oil in Texas, drilling oil in, like, you know, in the seas. Now, again, you know, there's, like, some, like climate issues, you know, wilderness issues, like wildlife issues that could potentially rise from that as well. But the thing is, you also got to think about it. Okay, are they willing to buy 
oil from basically countries that are doing some really shady stuff that don't care about pollution? Or are you going to want to do that in your own country where you could then regulate it and tax it? So it's just something to really think about. Like, like this is the thing, right? It's like, the, like no matter what issue you, you end up talking about or anything that you're trying to like deal with, if it's not done worldwide, there's almost like no point, right? Because there's always going to be another country or another state or another county that's going to do basically the exact opposite of what you're wanting and vice versa for basically any issue, which is, you know, crazy when you really think about it. So the future of the model is now in the middle of a slow-moving crisis. Within the past two years, the program has started to draw down its assets in order to pay retirees all benefits promised. In other words, Social Security's costs in the form of monthly payments to retirees now exceed the income it takes in from U.S. workers. Projected to soon consistently operate in the red, the program's reserve fund would be depleted around 2033. So if Congress does not act by that time, Social Security law would cut benefit checks for retirees by about 20% across the board, which is insane, okay? So for a demographic that has planned on those payments and usually has few other avenues of income, a 20% reduction could prove disastrous and threaten to throw many Americans into poverty. So Social Security has long known it faces a simple math problem. With thousands of baby boomers retiring every day, there's an insufficient number of younger people entering the workforce to offset the cost. To make matters worse, Americans' life expectancy is increasing and birth rates are declining. By Social Security estimates, the number of Americans 65 or older will increase to more than 79 million by 2035, up from the current 54 million, according to census data. Meanwhile, the number of births in the U.S. declined last year by 4% from 2019, doubled the average annual rate of decline of 2% since 2014, the CDC said in May. So the U.S. birth rate is now so low that the nation is below replacement levels, meaning more people die every day than are being born, the CDC said. And here's the thing, like this last part is not really that surprising when you think about the way that the culture has been going for the past few years, right? Like the more like woke the culture ends up getting, the less kids you're going to end up having, right? Which in then turn is going to lead to a worst case scenario later down the line when it comes to Social Security in a sense because when you have less kids that are paying less taxes, guess what? The older generation's gonna get screwed, right? Because basically, the social security system is basically the largest Ponzi scheme in the world. Like, just think about that for a second. You're literally having people pay into a system to get more people to go into the system, to pay for that system, and keep going on. And it only lasts because you're not really offering like an actual product. It only lasts as long as you keep getting more and more people into the system, meaning paying taxes, right? So if you don't have enough people paying taxes, if you don't have enough people coming in to pay taxes, guess what? All of it comes crashing down like a Bernie Madoff situation and uh, basically everyone's screwed, right? But here's the thing. 
You could honestly completely avoid this whole situation by simply not needing Social Security. And the best way to do that is to get debt-free as fast as possible. So if you want to learn how to get debt-free and live a more free life so that you don't have to rely on Social Security in your retirement years because it's not even going to be there by then, go check out 40inbox.com and you can learn the very simple way to getting out of debt and live a more free life. Because once you're debt-free, you have so much more freedom and you don't really got to care about what the government's going to do because you'll have a financial foundation that is strong enough to protect yourself and the ones that you love. So we'll see you in future episodes. Feel free to share this with someone who needs to see this because no one should try to rely on Social Security and no one should try to rely on the government in protecting them, right? The government is not going to save you. The only one that can save you is you. Like you're the only thing that you can actually control, right? You can control your actions. You can control what you do every day. And a part of that is being able to pay off your debt, making more money, spending less money so that you can get into a situation where you will not have to rely on government handouts because most likely those handouts are not going to be enough or not even exist by the time you get to that point in your life. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.